Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best show on your radio. Especially on Love Friday, where it's better for some people. It is Freddie and Harry. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us. Presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app. Sirius X and Channel 80. And always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. We're going to tell you in 10 minutes how lucky the Dallas Cowboys were to actually win that game last night versus the Seattle Seahawks. We'll talk about that in about 10 minutes. It's always cool to talk to NFL players, even on a bye week, because we know that time is very precious. This man is joining us as one of the best safeties in the league. He's Micah Hyde of the Buffalo Bills. Hit him on social media at Micah underscore Hyde. And Micah, we know the kind of talent your team is. But you also said we understand what our record is at this point. When you pointed that out, what did you mean by that, my friend? Uh, you know, we understand our record. We know that, uh, you know, it's playoff football from here from here on out. Um, you know, the the games that we, you know, the, the single score games that we've lost, you know, already this season, Um we're hoping to uh, to learn from those from those mistakes and uh, from those losses and and uh, turn those into wins. So let's play off football from here on out. And and um, you know we have a bye week to kind of you know get our feet underneath us. And and um, you know I'm here on the uh, Direct TV bus right now, I'm enjoying uh, watching some watching some TV. You know about to watch some games later on and um, you know get back to uh, Buffalo Bills football come Monday. What what are you watching right now to get ready for Championship Weekend? Uh, watching the, uh, the 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 pregame talk about the Pac-12 championship game tonight, Washington, Oregon. Okay, okay. So, Michael, I got to ask you about yeah, your defense and how much responsibility moving forward are you guys going to take, or you feel like you should take uh, when you had games like the Patriots, right? And, and, and your team needed y'all to get a stop, but y'all wasn't able to get that one against the Eagles. Y'all needed to get a stop and wasn't able to do that, and also the Broncos. So, moving forward. How much responsibility are you guys going to take it on yourselves to say, you know what, we need to make these plays to close these games out? Yeah, I mean, we understand that that it's going to come down. Like in the NFL, it comes down to the last two minutes of the football game. Mm-hmm. Um, whether if it's offensively you got the rock or defensively you try, you know, you got to end the game, it's going to come down to it. And, you know, we've had some some success, uh, but we've also had some failures this year. And I think our, our obviously our record indicates that. Um, so, you know, we, we just continue to preach it, continue to preach, you know, taking the ball away in those those uh, key critical moments of the game. And, um, you know, I know that a lot of guys on the, on our defense that, you know, we've been playing with for a long time, I know, you know, that, that they can get it done and they have the faith in me that I can get it done. So it's just, um, you know, going out there and trusting each other each and every game and um, taking it one play at a time and, you know, hopefully the tides will turn. Buffalo Bills safety Micah Hyde joining Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Hit him on social media at Micah underscore Hyde. And you mentioned in terms of where you are right now, six and six. This organization, the last year or so, you've had to deal with distractions on the field, off the field. Where was DeMar Hamlin last year? And even off the field, one of your teammates being involved in a situation this week comes to Von Miller. How's that How's that being able to play in the locker room to make sure that you can avoid the m- more distractions but keep the focus on what you need to do, and that is get back into the playoffs in the AFC, Micah? Yeah, I mean, uh, to be honest with you guys, man, we're all – we're all grown ass men in the locker room. Like it's distractions are distractions. If you let them be, um, you know, I know that, 
you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna show up for work each and every day and, and give and give my teammates everything I got, um, and not let any of any distraction, you know, keep keep us from from getting where to where we need to go. So, um, you know, I know that when we all show up, you know, after this bye week back on Monday, everyone's gonna be you know fueled and ready to go to you know honestly go on this playoff run because because mm-hmm. that's what it is from here on out. So when you look at the offensive side of the ball, your quarterback, Josh Allen, he's a playmaker, but also there are times that, you know, he can receive a lot of criticism. What would you say to those who think Josh isn't a great uh, quarterback in this league? Who do I, what do, what do I say to the people who think he's not a great quarterback? Yep. Uh, yeah, I, I think that each and every game, uh, you know, there's some stat that comes out, Josh Allen did this or whatever. It's our first time in NFL history. I mean, I, you can't argue with with you know the the stats and what what he's putting up and all that type of stuff and you know we understand that sometimes he he gets um you know a little excited and starts starts throwing the ball and and turn the ball over but you know that's my quarterback man sometimes that happens i want him to be a gunslinger i want him to go out there and try to make plays and and you know when he's dialed in and he's and he's playing his best ball he's the best quarterback in the league so um you know we all everybody in the locker room has faith in, in 17 and um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll ride with him each and every day of the week, like, and twice on Sundays. So, you know, there's everybody in, everybody in the locker room has his back. So, Michael, the funny thing that's funny about this, this interview is that your first two years at the National Football League, we played against each other when I was with the Falcons. And both of those mm. games in 13 and 14 was in the month of December. And I remember one of them being <laughs> negative, negative eight degrees oh with the God. wind chill. Because I remember our head coach yelling at me and Roddy and Julio for being at the line of scrimmage <laughs> with our hands in our damn hand warmers. Yeah. Get your hands out of your hand warmers. Hey, we like, Coach, hey, shut the hell up. Those were cold, bro. I was out there having to hit. Who, who was it, Steven Jackson? In, yeah, in it was Steven Jackson. Career. Yep. Man, look, bro. What? <laughs> that was miserable. <laughs> yes, it was. By the way, Micah Hyde, Savior of Buffalo Bills and Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. How miserable was it? You played at Iowa. You played in cold games. So how miserable was that that day you played against Harry Douglas when you played at Iowa? Man, look, like, we're all human, right? Like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, from, I'm from Ohio. I went to Iowa. I played in Green Bay. And now I'm in Buffalo. Like, bro, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's going on. But it don't matter how long you play in the cold. You're still human. And you're going to get cold. So you, you learn tricks of the trade. You learn how to stay warm a little bit. And and, you know, finesse your cleats or finesse your hand warmers or, or, you know, whatever it may be. But at the end of the day, when it's cold and that snow's on the ground and the wind's blowing and, you know, you're in Chicago or you're in Buffalo, you're in Green Bay, it's, it's, it's going to be tough sledding, man, no matter what, for both teams. So there's no advantage. So the funny thing about that game, uh-huh. Roddy White didn't even come out for warm-ups. Did you blame him? <laughs> no, he, he straight up told everybody, I'm not coming out to warm-ups. <laughs> That's and boy, hilarious. when, when hey, I went out there, hey, I said, "Hell, I don't blame do him." You better believe it. <laughs> but I got to ask you about your Iowa Hawkeyes, yeah, man, man, because they play in the Big Ten championship versus Michigan. Do you give your Hawkeyes any chance, Mike? Come on, man. Do you give them any chance? Man, look, uh, I've been saying since I got to Iowa, uh, and, and Kurt Ferentz, we trust, man. Mm-hmm. And I'm, and he's always preached defense. He's always preached special teams, even when the offense isn't doing their job. So. Right. You know, I'm, I'm uh, what I, you know, I, I'm just hoping they keep it close in, into the fourth quarter. I had a, you know, I played with a teammate in, in Buffalo uh, named Kyle Williams. You guys, I'm sure you guys heard, heard of him mm-hmm. for oh, a yeah. long time. And he used to always say, just drag him into the deep water. 
That's what, that's what we're trying to do. Just try to drag him into the deep water, keep it close into the fourth into the fourth quarter, and hope that you know special teams defense can try to pull one out. Because uh, yeah, that's a very good Michigan team. I watched them last week against Ohio State, and them boys, offense, defense, defensive line, offensive line, running back, quarterback, DBs. Yeah, they 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 got it. They got it for the Big Ten for sure. So I need you to do me a favor because I know Daquan Jones, he's on IR. He's not playing the rest of the yeah. year. I played with him in Tennessee. You tell Big Suge, I'm going I'm to still tell it, tear his ass up in that Blu-ray oh, and talk. I ain't sparing nobody. Oh, <laughs> hey, we used to take all this little money. Yo, I bet you did. I bet you did. DQ stay talking junk, man. He uh, He's out right now. He's working his way back. I just saw him the other day in the, in the training room, man. He's working his ass off to get back to, to help this team, man. I love him. The huge acquisition that we got a few years ago with him. He he was playing. He was he was playing lights out at the beginning of the year, man. To see him get hurt, man, that hurt my soul because he was he was for sure gonna be all pro. Like if you watch his first the the first games before he got hurt, man. Mm-hmm. But he's working his ass off to get back right now, so I'm proud of him, and I'll, I'll definitely let him know. Well, wow, great stuff, about Micah. High Buffalo Bills safety and Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. Micah, you mentioned your partnership with DirecTV, part of the fall, fall college football tour. How much is that really? not only helped you, but also helped them having this partnership working together. You know what, to be honest, uh, I didn't really know what to expect, but uh, once I got here and, and started working with these guys, it's amazing people. And, uh, you know, I'm sitting on the bus right now, like I told you guys, watching these this pregame stuff. And I'm excited for tomorrow because we're going to sideline and, and um, you know, shouting out DirecTV and all that type of stuff. Just kind of giving me full access to – to run uh, the the low media the low media show they got for me so right. um, you know it's a cool it's a cool uh, opportunity for me you know what I'm saying just with the bye week and being able to to step and you know do kind of the media side but also for them to to have me here and talk a little ball and support my Iowa Hawkeyes. So whose job are you taking when you retire in the NFL Network or ESPN? Because Mike and not for nothing, you're really good. By the way, you're really good. No, I, I appreciate that. I, you know, I had the opportunity over over the off season to go on, you know, Good Morning Football and stuff, and that was it was fun, man. Everybody on there was was amazing, and just you know, throughout the years, just talking to you guys on the phone and in the locker room and all that type of stuff. I got a lot of respect for you guys. Um, you know, there's there obviously there's one incident after that after that Patriots game a few years ago that it felt a little disrespected, but mm-hmm. other than that, man, just felt uh, always felt comfortable talking to you guys. So um, I appreciate you guys having me. Well, we appreciate you. Hey, Micah, continued success, my friend. I believe your team's going to get into the playoffs. Go get it after the bye week. Enjoy tomorrow as well. Take care and be one. God bless you, my brother. God bless you too. I appreciate it. Talk to you guys soon. I'll stand up with Micah High Buffalo Bills safety. Hit him on Twitter, Micah underscore High. Joining us here in Freddie and Harry and T. Harry was worried about asking Micah. So I don't know how that's going to land it. I don't know if he'll remember. The minute you mentioned cold weather, you took him right <laughs> back. Oh, yeah. And then he knew details just like you did, brother. Because one of the years they moved the game, it was supposed to be like on a Sunday at 1 p.m. Right. Uh, Eastern time, uh-huh. but they moved it to like Sunday night. And I was like, oh, my. And, and the wind started in swirling. Buffalo? No, it was in uh, Green Bay. That's when he was oh, in Green my Bay. God. So literally, it was the frozen tundra. <laughs> Harry Douglas running out there Man. in a pass pattern in Lambeau Field. And then Micah Hyde comes across and they met where the football was. Tune in more on NFL Films on Freddie and Harry at ESPN Radio, <laughs> presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. It will keep you warm by putting a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. So bundle and save at Progressive.com. 
I don't know that I've ever been more impressed with Dak Prescott. What I say to myself is I haven't done He's become one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch. You're going to go on and you're going to win your division. You're going to go on and possibly grab a number one seed. You're going to have an MVP candidacy. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Mrs. Dakota Prescott's odds for being the MVP have now moved to plus 450. He now has the third shortest odds behind Jalen Hurts quarterback of the Eagles at plus 160 and Patrick Mahomes plus 400 the Chiefs quarterback. So we know he's playing the best football of his career, but we know Harry Douglas. That question is out there. Is that going to be good enough to finally get the Dallas Cowboys to a place that they have not been in 27 years? That's a chance to win and play in a Super Bowl. Well, I would say this. I, I think they would need some help from the Philadelphia Eagles. And it's crazy I'm saying that because those two teams are in the same division. They're going to need the Philadelphia Eagles to lose as well. Now, they can beat them next Sunday night. But if they beat them next Sunday night and the Philadelphia Eagles don't lose again this season, then the division goes to Philly. And they also have the number one seed. So that's how that uh, works out um, in not their favor if Philly doesn't lose again. Now, Mm -hmm. if this game this weekend versus the San Francisco 49ers that the Eagles play and they lose that one, and then now you have the Cowboys in a situation where they can win their game next Sunday night at home, then we're talking about a different ballgame. But I think in order for the Dallas Cowboys to have that opportunity, both Dak Prescott being – uh, in the MV, being at the top of the MVP race over Jalen Hurts and also being able to catch the Philadelphia Eagles, Dak Prescott has to play well. So it, they go hand-in-hand hand with one another. Dak Prescott knows this. No matter what he does, he is going to be judged. Fair, unfair, good or bad, what are you going to do and how are you going to manifest that when the playoffs roll around? You can have both. It's okay to say terrific regular season, and you can't stumble in the playoffs, or will you stumble again in the playoffs? You can have both, and not just just with Dak Prescott. For example, there's a certain guy not playing this year called 
Aaron Rodgers, who had great regular seasons. But there were a couple of times in championship games against Tampa Bay where he threw the game away, a couple of interceptions, didn't make a key completion in the fourth quarter in the red zone when Green Bay played against Tampa Bay or against the San Francisco 49ers. Packs oh, are the not, best right now. Not once, yeah, exactly. but twice. Yeah, but the opening drive, he and Devontae Adams, they go down the football field, and after that, the only time he saw the end zone was when he ran off the field to go to the locker room. You can have both, where a quarterback can be terrific in the regular season and fall short in the playoffs, no matter how hot of a quarterback Dak Prescott has been. But there, there is an element of sanity. And Harry, I never thought I would say this about this Cowboys team being owned by Jerry Jones. Uh-oh, buckle even, up your seatbelt. Right, even the owner said about Dak Prescott, oh, this is the best time I've seen Dak Prescott play quarterback in the NFL. He's getting better, which is saying something when you've got his experience and had the reps that he's had in his career, had the successes, if you will. Uh, but he's also had his share of um, downturn. Uh, Dak's playing the best. He's getting better. In my mind, he's the best he's ever been. But he, he didn't go to say, now we're ready to make that run to that Super Bowl mm-hmm. because we clearly understand that now we got our quarterback and now we're ready to get that championship. Uh-uh. It's like an element of sanity, which I thought I would never hear from anybody regarding that organization because we know the minute they get any kind of success, they're ready to go to Super Bowl. Even Jerry Jones has not even said anything that remotely ridiculous, no matter how great his quarterback has been ever since they lost October 8th to the San Francisco 49ers. Because there comes a time where you have to grow, right? You have to learn from your past mistakes. And I think what Jerry understands right now, you know what? We got to crawl before we walk. Mm-hmm. Or I'm, I'm hoping he understands they have to crawl before they walk, right? They, they've been 12-5 and five the last two years. They've been able to make it out of the first round. But I think last year they, they was able to make it out of the first round. Yeah, they beat round. Tampa Bay and lost to yep. San Francisco in the divisional playoffs. Yeah. Yep. And then I would say this, now it's time to get to an NFC championship game. And then from there, possibly, possi- possibly get into a Super Bowl. But you got to crawl before you walk, right? So you can't just make the playoffs and just say, hey, we're going to go to the Super Bowl. Uh-uh. You got to take one game at a time. It's no different than a regular season. So why do you look ahead? Mm-hmm. In the playoffs, but you didn't do that in the regular season. You Take know, one yeah. game at a time because the next game is the most important game. You know why? Because Jerry Jones has known what it looked like and now starting to be a distant memory because the further yeah. and further you go away. He is getting older. Being, absolutely. And he he is – and it's okay to be this way. He is desperate to get at least one more and also to get it this way the specter of Jimmy Johnson no longer hangs over his head because even when they won without Jimmy Johnson with Barry Switzer – those were Jimmy Johnson's players. That mindset, that culture was already there, and even Barry Switzer could not screw that up. Jerry Jones is on that quest. He doesn't have to say it because we all know it. Winning a championship, and he is going to get the majority of the credit. Not Dak Prescott, not Micah Parsons, not the defense, not Mike McCarthy. It's going to say Jerry Jones and the Cowboys finally won the Super Bowl. He is still the biggest star on that team, which should always be problematic when you're the Dallas Cowboys. But that's the landscape when it comes to that organization. So this goes beyond Dak Prescott playing at that level or if Mike McCarthy is going to make a coaching decision that can send the Cowboys home. It's about an owner who is so desperate. When you have a team, an organization, that is the most popular franchise in the National Football League. Don't at me at Coleman ESPN on Twitter because 41 million people 
Watch the Cowboys beat the fool out of Washington. The highest regarded game so far this year. So don't tell me they're not America's team anymore. Fair, unfair, bad, or good. But Jerry Jones knows you can continue to be America's team and your championship-less America's team when it comes to the Cowboys. Freddie, I want to ask you something. And, Devin, I want you to get in on this as well. I want to talk a little bit of numbers when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys. And how much are they worth right now? Oh, they're worth over like $6 billion? No, okay. $8 billion. It's $8 billion. So let me ask you guys this. If the Dallas Cowboys can win a Super Bowl, oh my goodness. they're worth $8 billion right now. Yeah, $8 what, billion do you think, what do you think that number jumps to if they win a Super Bowl? I couldn't even tell you. Seriously. Right now, I'm looking at it right does now. It, does yeah. it double? It, well, they're the most valuable team in the NFL at a record $9 billion because of all the new television deals and all that money and stadium financing. The average value of each team is worth $5.1 million. So when, does it jump to $15 billion well, if, if they it, win a Super Bowl? Put it this way. The league's going to increase its debt limit, which means that they're going to make even more money. So next year, the Cowboys could be worth $11 million. If they win a Super Bowl, to your point, they might be worth double of what they are right now when it comes to $9 billion. It That's, might be. Man. And they have not won a championship since 1996. <laughs> can but you if, imagine? But if, but, if, but if they can win one? Man, I, I don't know. Like, that just popped in my mind. Like, mm-hmm. we know how this franchise is worth a lot of money right now. If they were to win a Super Bowl, like, it's a possibility that that number could double. Like, that that's crazy. <laughs> so but con- the, it's also reality. For context, the, yeah. the Cowboys were valued at $7.64 billion in 2022. Right. This year they're valued at nine point two billion. Right, over so, nine billion. Yes. So that's without winning a Super Bowl. So right. yes, to Harry's point, I can't imagine what would happen if they did. Man, must be wonderful that you can write a check and every bank in this country would bounce if you're Jerry Jones having <laughs> that kind of money as owner of the Dallas Cowboys. Real quick, Ron in Dallas, he wants to weigh in on Dak Prescott and the Cowboys' fortunes on the Doctor Pepper call in line at eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Big Ron, what you got? Hey, thanks for taking my call. I just want to say I think that Dak needs to stand up and be a man and call his own damn plays when the coach is trying to make him lose the game. (laughs) I mean, he's been in the league long enough to call his own plays. He doesn't have to be a rookie and have a coach tell him everything to do. No, I, I would say this, like that third and three situation that they had at the end of the game, that is a case where Dak Prescott could override what his head coach and play caller is calling and say, you know what, guys, we're going to run the football here. Mm-hmm. But However. you also got to look at it like this. Dak mm-hmm. Prescott is a quarterback. What if he wants to throw the football? What if, what if he well, wants to get it to CeeDee Lamb? And I understand that's not the best thing for the team because I 100% right. believe mm-hmm. they should have ran that football in that case. No doubt about it. At that point, if Dak Prescott gets the play in and it's not the play that he wants, I'm sure that maybe he has another play where he can change up and then go, here we go, and then snap the ball as far as that goes. That's become like the new <laughs> Omaha now. Anytime he goes to the line, he's going, all right, we're ready. Let's go, go, Boss Ross, Boss Ross, here we go. That's become like a new meme. They even talked about that on the post game on Amazon Prime. And he even explains that this is get everybody on the same page. We don't care if they know the snap count or try to anticipate it. We feel we got enough where we can make that go. So he even did like, here we go. And we'll, we'll see. We'll see about that next week when the, when the, well, when the pass rush is coming at them. Well, put it this way. Seahawks sacked them four, five times last night. 
Seahawks not, not, Seahawks not the Eagles. I know they're a bird, but there's a different bird over I there. I get it, but at the same time, if here we go and gets everybody on the same page and they make that play work, <laughs> that's all That's all. That's going to matter. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance. We're going to give you our predictions for championship weekend when it comes to college football. And what if the big, bad, mighty SEC gets not one team in this year's college football playoff? We'll get to that after my man Harry has this from Farm Fresh Christmas Trees. Get real and keep it real this holiday season by buying real Christmas trees. Did you know that buying real Christmas trees helps save the American Christmas tree farming industry? For every 10 Christmas trees planted, an acre of land is saved. And so are American farmers' jobs. Plus, buying real Christmas trees helps keep real holiday memories alive while helping our environment. Buy real Christmas trees this holiday season at Lowe's or wherever Christmas trees are sold. Get more information online at GetRealKeepItReal.com. Here we go. The Pac-12 Championship Game, tonight on ESPN Radio. It's a showdown in Las Vegas with huge playoff implications. The undefeated third-ranked Washington Huskies face fifth-ranked and 11-1 Oregon. Coverage begins tonight at 7 Eastern with kickoff at 8 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ABC. Presented by Dr. Pepper. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Subway ACC Championship game tomorrow on ESPN Radio. Undefeated and 12-0, Florida State looks to convince the committee they are playoff-worthy without quarterback Jordan Travis when they head to Charlotte to face 14th-ranked Louisville. Coverage begins Saturday at 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ABC. Presented by Dr. Pepper. This is Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Love Friday. It is the Love Friday edition of Freddie and Harry with Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman, presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for joining us on Sirius X and Channel 80. And I always tell you a smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Now, each month, Jen Ladder from College Game Day will enter the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van for a college football conversation. This time, she has a conversation with a man who many people believe is the most powerful individual in college sports. He is SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey. He's going to tell everybody what to expect in the SEC championship game between number one Georgia and number eight Alabama tomorrow. I think there's a lot of respect between the two. When you look at the teams, you know, last year's quarterbacks are both gone. Um, you had a lot of newness, um, particularly relative to Georgia, from what they had had on the roster uh, for the two national championships, yet they've performed well. I think there's a similarity in the the. Um, Focus the the week to week focus the way expectations are set, and I would expect we're in what we saw perhaps in Indianapolis during the national championship game. You enter with a one score differential in the fourth quarter, um, and you know the decision making, the mistakes, the 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 excellent performances will make those determinations. And we've seen it a few times in the biggest of stages, and that biggest stage happens in the conference championship this year. The words of SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey talking to Jen Ladder College Game Day. That interview brought to you by the Mercedes-Benz ESPN College Football Podcast Sprinter. Coming soon to a game near you. Visit mbvans.com slash Sprinter Labs 
to learn more. So I don't think the SEC is going to be left out if Alabama beats Georgia. But, Harry, that's the last thing the committee wants, any kind of chaos determining who the four teams are going to be to play in the playoff to determine a national champion in 2023. Yeah, I think that's where the chaos all begins, right? If you have an Alabama beating Georgia in the SEC championship game. Now, personally, I would say this, Freddie, I think Georgia's going to win this game. Okay. Um, but when I look at this matchup, I look at the Georgia Bulldogs, their last five games, averaging over 200 rush yards per game. And I look at an Alabama team that just played Auburn and allowed 244 yards rushing. That's key. Also, when I look at Jalen Milrow for Alabama and their offense, what is Kirby Smart and company defensively going to do about him? Are they going to have a spy? Because Jalen Milrow has been phenomenal. Since coming back, facing that adversity in which he got benched versus the Texas Longhorns, Listen, he's been outstanding. Now, mm-hmm. I'm also looking forward in this matchup. You have a freshman in the in the back in the uh, secondary for Alabama named Caleb Downs. Who's going to be playing on Sundays? He, he's he's not. Uh, uh, he's right here from not far from where I live in, mm-hmm. in, in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, and I watched him a lot in high school. He is the brother of Joshua da- Downs, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So, athletic family. I want to see him matched up against Brock Bowers. But also, when you look at Georgia. You have Brock Bowers and you have, you know, Lab McCocky. Those two guys didn't play the last game. So right. what's their injury status going to be? Are they going to be out there? And how close to 100% are those two guys going to be? So it's a lot of nuggets in, in this in this ball game, man. And mm-hmm. I think when you look at Alabama's defense as well, the two guys that rushed the pass are Chris Brads, Braswell and also um, Dallas Turner. Dallas Turner. Those two guys have to be dominant and making plays left and right in this matchup. You know how talented you have to be that you have a rivalry game and you sit out Lab McConkey and Brock Bowers and you still win by more than double digits, even though mm-hmm. Georgia Tech was pretty game against Georgia. I'm with you. I think Georgia's going to win this game. They're a five-point favorite, but I guess I don't trust anything more in college football than Nick Saban playing in the Georgia Dome for a title. He has never lost in that building when he's played in the Georgia Dome. I know it's a different team, different circumstance, different environment. I understand it. But that's going to sound like an Alabama home game. Even though Georgia travels, those Alabama people really travel. So it's not going to be a case of Georgia having a home game. Well, and just to get people context, right, the Tuscaloosa is like three, two hours and 45 minutes away from Atlanta, Georgia. So that's, that, that's a right. quick hop and a skip right. for Alabama fans. So Tuscaloosa could be 20 hours from Atlanta, and they would travel to they support their up. Crimson Tide. They're going to show up. So I'm with you. I think Georgia wins it. Five-point favorite, but it wouldn't surprise me if Alabama finds a way to win the SEC championship game. And then if you're the Caldwell playoff committee, then what? No matter what happens in other championship games. Starting tonight, we got the Pac-12 championship game. The last one of its existence, 8 p.m. Eastern time on ABC. And coverage begins at 7 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN Radio when we're done on Freddie and Harry. Washington, number three in the country. Oregon, number five in the country. Oregon, a nine-and-a-half point favorite. Some betting books have them as much as a 12-point favorite. Harry, who gets this win? I'm going to go with Oregon. Now, deep down inside, I would like to see Washington win because I am a big Michael Penix Jr. fan, and I also love their three receivers that that, that are phenomenal in the way they play on the outside. Romo Duze, like what he's been able to mean to that offense and to mean to that program, Washington this year, yeah. uh, above and beyond, and also Michael Penix Jr. Mm-hmm. But when I look at Oregon, uh, 
I feel like they're a complete team. When you look at how dominant they, they've been able to be defensively, but also when you look at them in the balance offensively, right? right? You, you got Bo Nix, who's a Heisman Trophy candidate. Him and Michael Penix Jr. are going up against Jaden Daniels as well uh, for that award, but they have a two-headed monster in the backfield. And then this is a piece of, of that Oregon offense that really hasn't been unlocked this year mm-hmm. that was unlocked a lot in 2022. That's Bo Nix and, and utilizing his legs and being a runner and being dominant in those regards. I believe he had 14 touchdowns rushing in 2022. This year he's been able to trust his teammates more, and I love that from him. He's really taking on, you know, grasping that offense even more and trusting the guys around them, and they've been phenomenal. Tess Johnson at the wide receiver position, mm-hmm. Troy Franklin at the wide receiver position, uh, Bucky Irvin and company at the running back position. So don't be surprised if we see Bo Nix in this game yeah. run the football a lot more than we've seen him do mm-hmm. this season already. I'm sliding towards Washington because I guarantee when they saw, wait a minute, we beat them this year, and you guys think they're a touchdown plus a field goal better than us? That could be the perfect motivation. That defense, I think, will make some plays on both Knicks. They can have guys get after the quarterback when it comes to that defensive line of Washington. I think that and that disrespect of being a nine-and-a-half-point favorite to Oregon, I think that'll be enough. It's going to be as – it may be even a better ball game than you saw the first time around. I think Washington makes it 2-0 and versus Oregon. Does Oklahoma State have any chance of beating Texas in the Big 12 Championship game? Texas a 15-point favorite. That game at noon Eastern time on ABC and ESPN Radio tomorrow. It's going to be tough. Texas defensive line, or I should say they front seven on the defensive side. They're top five in stopping the run. Ali Gordon, the second, the running back for Oklahoma State, he's the leading rusher in college football right now. But we know how dominant that defensive line and that front seven can be of Texas. Absolutely. I think Texas in this matchup, and I'm, and I'm glad I asked Sam Ocho this when he was on, I think they have to be dominant in, in, mm-hmm. in, in regards when it comes to the committee and how they're going to judge things moving forward on Selection Sunday. Yeah, no doubt. Right, when they decide who's going to be going to the college football playoffs. But I, I just believe if they can minimize what Ollie Gordon is able to do on first and second down right. and force Oklahoma State's quarterback to be the playmaker, mm-hmm. Texas will win this win this game uh easy, cool and breezy. Yeah, I think that I think that's completely gonna be the case. That defense will make things harder on Ollie. Ollie Ali oxen free. The quarterback won't be able to get <laughs> loose and I think enough of that running game, even though they've lost two running backs, will be more than enough to help Cohen you as the quarterback make plays downfield. I'm with you. I think Texas wins this going away. Number 18, number 16, Iowa, excuse me. Number two, Michigan, Big Ten championship game, 8 o'clock on Fox. Michigan, a 22-point favorite. Michigan's going to win. This game's going to be a lot closer than people think because of Iowa's ability to play defense and make it hard on you. And I think they can make a couple of plays in a running game that can make Michigan sweat just a little bit with this game going into the third quarter. I, I think it's going to be a blowout. How is Iowa going to score? I, I, I don't know how they're going to score, um, but you mentioned their defense ha, ha, has been lights out this season, not just this season, I would say mm-hmm. for the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. That's what they're known for, offensive linemen and their defense and their linebackers and guys on their defensive line. That's who you see in the National Football League. Um, and and did I, I don't know if I mentioned tight ends and tight ends right. when, when you see guys from Iowa. So uh, I, I think Michigan is going to be the dominant team uh, in this matchup in Iowa stands no chance whatsoever. Okay, and now for the unbiased portion of our program when it comes to predictions, Louisville, number 14 in the country, taking on number four Florida State, that game in the ACC championship game in Charlotte, North Carolina, at 8 o'clock Eastern time on ABC and ESPN Radio. Tate Rodaker, Rodemaker, excuse me, 
may not play in this game because they're still waiting to see how he bounces back from that concussion situation that he suffered in their win last week versus Florida. Your team's still smarting from losing the Commonwealth game against Kentucky. They wanted that trophy. They needed that trophy. They didn't get that trophy. So the fighting Harry Douglases are your Cardinals going to make hay and break through and win the ACC championship. Yeah, they're going to spoil everything for Florida State and, and give the committee a little out when it comes to decision-making. I just don't see if, if, if Tate Rotomaker, if he plays, how a freshman quarterback in Brock Glenn is going to mm-hmm. come in uh, in that type of environment, in that type of moment, and lead the Florida State Seminoles to a victory. Yeah. When you look on the defensive side of, of Louisville, they have a guy, Ashton Galati, who's one of the best pass rushers in the country. And that defense, for the most part this season, yeah. uh, they've stepped up and showed out. And I think when you look at Louisville offensively, you look at their explosive plays. They're able to get the football downfield, also getting them from their run game. And, and, and Garendo and, and also uh, uh, Jawar Jordan. Mm-hmm. So those two guys are going to have to be good. But their quarterback, Jack Plummer, You cannot have these inexcusable turnovers Mm -hmm. that he's had in the losses that they had, the two, and also the the, the ones that that he's had against NC State that could have cost Louisville a game on a Friday night when I was down there watching that one. So Mm -hmm. it's imperative that he takes care of the football. I think because what you just said is the reason I'm going Florida State. I know they're going to have a potential third-string quarterback, but that defense reverse coming off the edge, making plays. The Patrick second, Payton, Patrick too. Patrick Payton, too. Right. they got an underrated secondary. I think they rely on that running game to offset the fact that their starting quarterback and the backup quarterback are not going to be in there. I think Florida State will spoil the Harry Douglas party when it comes to Louisville and the ACC championship game. Don't forget the college football playoff selection final rankings. That'll be heard on ESPN Radio and seen on ESPN this Sunday. Countdown to kickoff will take the official reveal live at noon Eastern time, 9 a.m. on the West Coast, with complete reaction immediately following. With Harry Douglas, who I spoiled this weekend, I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us. I'm Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance. On the Gotta See It weekend in the National Football League, let us know what do you need to see from whom. We want to hear from you in the Dr. Pepper calling line at 888-ESPN. 888-729-3776. It's got to see it weekend in the NFL. What do you need to see from whom? 888-729-3776. We take your calls next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Hey, it's Greeny. Best weekend of the year. Saturday, it all gets settled on the field. Sunday, we find it all out from the College Football Playoff Committee plus Niners Eagles Sunday. See you Monday morning. Greeny, 10 a.m. Eastern, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. This is Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Love Friday. Here in this Love Friday edition of Freddie and Harry, he's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Another reason why this show should be simulcast, just to see Harry Douglas doing the mass singer and simulcasting himself with the music. <laughs> On ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. You going to be okay? Freddie, this song right here? Oh, look out now. Ooh, you talk about a, a young man in college oh, taking now. advantage of this song? <laughs> you mean this Lord, song? have mercy. <laughs> That, 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 was, that, that was your that was your your wingman. This oh song. yeah, that, that was my go to. You know you know I had them candles lit too. I'm sure you did. You ain't coming in my room and not having no and no candles are gonna be lit. I, all I, of. I bet you the candles weren't the only thing lit in your show, room. Show what? <laughs> I had black lights and everything. Oh my goodness! Let's just stop it right here before we have like a pause, my brother. E true Hollywood stories moment starring Harry Douglas on this guy to see a weekend in the National Football League. 
Who do you need to see? What do you need to see from whom? We can't wait to hear what you have to say. Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. For Harry Douglas, he says, I've got to see a weekend. He needs to see what Russell Wilson of Denver and C.J. Stroud of Houston playing against each other in the same game. What are they going to do? He needs to see it. For me, it's Purdy, Brock Purdy, 49ers quarterback on the road against Philadelphia when they told everybody, meaning the 49ers, that they had him in the NFC Championship game. They would have beaten Philadelphia. Well, we're going to get a chance to see that when Sunday rolls around. Trish in Indiana on this got to see a weekend in the NFL, my friend. What do you need to see from whom? I would like to see Bill Belichick to see if he still gives a damn and see if he can rally our team to a win this weekend. Trish, real, Trish, real quick, do you think Belichick's going to be your coach next year? Honestly, I do not. Ooh. In Bill, we trust 100%, but no, I do not think he'll be there next year. Okay. That's strong. Extremely strong. But she's now, not, now, She may not be wrong, by the way. But can, can I say this, though? Go ahead. Trish, I'll be honest with you. I know this season ha- has not gone well mm-hmm. for the New England Patriots, uh-huh. but I-, I don't think you want the team to win this weekend because you want the highest draft pick possible. So, so Belichick can, can, your... so can trade it away for like so an can... eighth-round pick? So and... you can get your first, your uh, your franchise quarterback to reset everything that you want to do in New England. Belichick ain't drafting a quarterback that high. They'll draft a quarterback that high if he ain't there. He might not be there. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You may Robert Kraft may be in charge of the draft next year instead of Bill Belichick, which mm-hmm. yes, yeah, a Patriots fan may not be a bad idea. Rick in Hawaii and the guy to see a weekend. What do you need to see from whom? Well, since the Giants are on a bye this week, I'd like to see how Tommy DeVito reacts to not being flat on his back on a Sunday. Wow. Ooh. Ouch. That hurt me. Yeah. He he went did. after he went after Tommy Potatoes and Tommy Cutlets. Hey, listen, man, Tommy DeVito, man, won two in a row for the New York football Giants, a team that's really mm-hmm. been struggling this year. Yeah. Uh, they have four wins right now, so Tommy yeah. DeVito deserves this mm-hmm. bye week. Put it this way. That offense looked has looked a lot better under him this year than a certain guy who's getting eighty two million dollars in twenty twenty three and twenty twenty four. Well, I'll tell you this. Tommy mm-hmm. DeVito has more wins. Mm-hmm. Than Daniel Jones had before mm. he got hurt. Mm. Not saying we can just stop right here with this conversation. Thank you. <laughs> why, why is why is why that, that Nicodemus? Why is that Nick Carter? Oh, did Tommy DeVito go to the playoffs and win a road game? I don't think so. If that's the best thing you can say about Daniel Jones, then Dak against, Prescott hasn't done that. Yes, he has. He beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last year on the road in the playoffs. Meathead. Ooh. Zach Wilson didn't, though. <laughs> well, the only, I was in the moment. That's my bad. The, the, the only, yeah, I, I the, bet you was yeah, in the moment. The only, we know yeah, it's yeah. Love Friday. Get the, your little tail out the moment right now. Love Friday. The only way Zach Wilson's <laughs> going to the playoffs is with the ticket. He's not going to go there as a starting quarterback for any NFL team at any point in his life. Big game of the weekend are the Eagles taking on the 49ers. Who is it a bigger game for, and how <laughs> wrong will Nick Cardi be with his prediction? That's next on Freddie and Harry. Harry, Douglas, Freddie Cohen together on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast.